A successful retirement plan begins with assembling the right set of tools. Finding the proper ones for the job will allow you to drill down on your goals and nail down your future. Scott Searles, certified wealth strategist and owner of Skybox Financial Group, constructs retirement plans for clients every day and will share that knowledge and insight with you. It's time to open the retirement toolbox and get to work. It's another edition of the Retirement Toolbox. Walter Storholt here with Scott Searles, financial advisor, president of Skybox Financial Group, serving you in the greater Cleveland area, also an office in Bradenton, Florida. You can find us online at skyboxfinancialgroup.com. Scott, what's up, my friend? How are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic. How about you, Walter? Glad to hear that. I am well. Looking forward to our conversation today. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the most important birthdays in retirement planning Unfortunately, my birthday is still a few months away, so this kind of like, it was like false hopes when I saw the topic that we were going to discuss today, Scott, and was like, oh, birthday. Oh, wait, no, I'm still still a few months away. So I was in the opposite. I thought it was late because my birthday was just uh, about a month ago. Oh, see? Well, why didn't we celebrate well, last time on the show? Well, actually, two months by the time this thing airs. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Well, my birthday's in March. Happy birthday. No, nah, never mind. It, we're, it's, yeah. it, we, we've missed it by too wide a margin to, to save it now. So I, I was been busting my wife's chops because she failed to get me a birthday present. What? She was, yeah, she was supposed to order me these pants I wanted, and then she got busy and she didn't. So Oops. it's like I bring it up actually every day for like a month now. But I still have not oh, gotten gosh. the pants. So now I think she's just aggravated with me and uh, it's just not going to get me anything. That's uh, that's great, though. Sometimes it's fun <laughs> to, to, to get a few uh, ribbings in there, a little needling every once in a while. Yeah, I'm good at it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I'm sure. I imagine that's like a specialty of yours. I can totally see that. <laughs> Completely believable. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, hopefully you have. Uh, she's redeemed herself by now. I'm sure, or she's at least paid for it with all of your ribbing. So yes, and I just hope she does uh, doesn't listen to the episode of the podcast, or I'll get in trouble all over again. That, I, I guarantee you, she doesn't listen to you on this show. <laughs> She hears enough of me at home. Exactly, exactly. Uh, too funny. Uh, well, we've got a good show on the way. Again, we're going to talk about those birthdays. We've also got a question from Jack, so stick around for that. Jack's wondering about meeting with a financial advisor, but has never used a budget, and so he's curious, do I need to be on a budget for a while? How does budgeting work? Kind of what's involved in that part of the process? Pretty good question, so we're going to dive into that a little bit later on. Plus, in our Getting to Know You segment today, we're going to be talking about aliens, and I can't wait to get uh, get Scott's opinion and perspective on that. So it should be Uh-oh. a fun show today. I can't wait. Uh, let's dive in, though, Scott. What we're going to do today is the most important birthdays in retirement planning. We're going to make this one really simple. I'm going to throw out an age, a birthday, if you will, and we want to know what should we really be paying attention to in our retirement planning when we get to that age. And so if you're 50, 55, 62, 72, whatever your age is, you either are one of these ages if you're listening to today's show or you're going to be approaching it sometime soon and you'll be able to kind of get a pretty good idea of how far along you should be in your retirement planning and also some of the different things you should be thinking about at those different ages. So kind of a to-do list and a timing list, if you will, depending on where you are on this spectrum. So it should be an easy one to walk through. Scott, let's start it out with uh, age 50. Why is that sort of an important birthday and a place to begin in terms of retirement planning specifically? Well, you know what? At age 50, Walter, that's when the IRS gives you a chance to get caught up 
on your late saving for retirement by allowing you to put more money away in your retirement plan. So at age 50, you can get an extra $1,000 contribution to your IRAs and Roths in addition to the normal $6,000 you're able to put in. So you can put $7,000 a year in, and that's for each spouse as long as you're both eligible. And then also in your retirement plans, your 401ks at work, you're actually able to put an extra $6,500 in uh, above and beyond on what the normal contribution limit you could put in, which was $20,500. So that they're allowing you at age 50 to get caught up if you haven't saved enough for retirement yet. Pretty helpful that they can put that in place. And so it's easy to see why that sort of kicks us off a little bit, get some catch-up contribution opportunities there at age 50. Now, between 50 and 55, a couple of things that you can tick off your list, but you're still probably accumulating money at that point taking advantage of those catch-up contributions. But when we hit age 55, it should trigger us to kind of have a few more things on the radar. What would those look like? Well, at 55, you know, there's not a lot. When we start getting to 59 and in your 60s, there's a bunch of stuff we're going to cover. But between 50 and 59 and a half, age 55, it actually allows you, if you leave your job, after age 55, you can take money out of your retirement plan without a 10% penalty. Now, typically, you'd have to wait to 59 and a half to get your money out of your retirement plan without that 10% penalty. But if you leave your job and it's only from the retirement plan that you just left, so you can't go dipping into other plans with no penalties, but the one that you just left, when you leave, you can take money out of there without that 10% penalty. Keep in mind, though, you still have to pay the taxes. You can't get around that. We uh, always have to pay taxes, it seems, there, Scott. I wish one day you would be able to say, you know what? You don't have to pay the taxes. You're just gonna, you're, we're just going to let it slide. That's when we start doing the podcast from a, another country. Another country. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Or, since we're going to be talking aliens later, another planet, perhaps. Ooh. From the so yeah, another good, solar good system. Good segue. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're not segueing there yet, though, so I should have held off on that a little bit. No, um, that was good. You already gave it away, and it's going to be like we're two years old again, and we're celebrating half birthdays. So what about age 59 and a half? That's our next one on the most important birthdays of retirement planning. Yeah, so this is a biggie. This is at age 59 and a half. That's when you're actually eligible to normally start taking money out of all of your qualified retirement accounts without a 10% penalty. So you still have to pay taxes once again, but also you're able to access it without that penalty. Now, the other thing at 59 and a half is if you are still working, majority of retire corporate retirement plans will allow you to roll over your money doing what's called an in-service distribution while you're still working over into an IRA. That's when you reach age 59 and a half also. That is a simple and easy one to remember. It's the only half birthday that we have on the list, so that's helpful, mm -hmm. 59 and a half. All right, now the ages are going to start coming a little bit more rapidly. Once we approach that 60 years old, we start to hit quite a few milestones in this vicinity. So we'll fast forward to age 62, and some of our more keen listeners can probably guess what happens here. Yeah, age 62, this is when you are first eligible to take an early distribution and start taking your Social Security. So at 62 is the first time you're eligible to take Social Security. We're going to talk about what your full retirement age for Social Security later on, but 
this would be an early access to your Social Security. And when you do that, you're going to take right around a 25% discount uh, on what your Social Security is going to be at full retirement age, but you can start at age 62. Helpful all the way around there, Scott. All right. So then after 62, we jump forward a little bit more to 65. Well, 65, this is when you are eligible for Medicare, the government-run health insurance plan. And this is a biggie because I have a lot of people that come in the office, maybe age 60, 61, 62. They're ready to retire financially, but they need to keep in mind that they are going to have to pay for their own health insurance because they're not going to be able to get on Medicare until age 65. And that can be pretty pricey. I mean, you get a couple that are older, even with the Obamacare, you're going to have high deductibles and kind of a pricey insurance plan until you reach age 65. All right, 65, that one's in the books. And like I said, they come quickly at this point. So now we're up to just a year later, 66. Or for some folks, this milestone age might be 67. Yeah, for most people, you're going to fall in between 66 and 67 for your full retirement age for Social Security. So this is the time and what we you're able to get what we call your full retirement benefit. And that means there's no discount. This is the full amount that you're eligible. And usually if you look at your social security statement, you go on ssa.gov or whatever it would be, uh, you know, whatever, I think that's what the website is. And you would go on there and they will tell you your retirement age is 66 and three months or four months or five months or six months on and on. So you're going to fall probably somewhere between age 66. And if you're younger, your full retirement age will be 67. But that's when you can start accessing your full social security benefit. And you can also work without having a reduction in your social security benefits at that time also. Helpful all the way around. All right. And then we get to age 72. And this one's a little bit different from uh, if we had recorded this podcast, uh, you know, a year or two ago. Yeah, it used to be one of those half years. It used to be 70 and a half. And now at age 72 is when you need to start taking required minimum distributions from your qualified retirement accounts. So when you reach 72, it's going to be about 3% of what your total IRA, 401k, all of your qualified retirement balances added together. So it's about 3%. That's what they're going to require you to take out in the first year. And then every year thereafter, you're going to continue to have to take money out of those retirement plans. And depending on the balance, it's probably going to go up, assuming your account grows a little bit. When you get older, they're requiring you to take a bigger and bigger percentage out. But it all starts at age 72. Well, there you have it. Pretty good rundown of all of the most important birthdays in retirement planning. But just so we don't leave anybody out, Scott, is there one more important age you would want to mention on the show today? Well, I would say the next most important age is going to be your next birthday because you need to start planning as soon as possible. So let's start getting our financial and our retirement plan in place before your next birthday so that you can celebrate your next birthday and have a worry-free birthday knowing everything's all set in place for you. Uh, the next birthday, the most important one. Wise sentiment there, Scott. If you've got questions for Scott Searles, want to get your own financial plan in place, you got that birthday coming up, maybe one of these important ages we talked about, or you're just needing to get things in the right place, on the right track, 
never a bad time to reach out to Scott and start talking through your particular situation. And here is the number to call to do just that, 888-742-0111. Call and schedule your time to meet and visit. Or you can go to talktoscott.com and schedule a time to visit from your computer or smartphone. That's talktoscott.com. And you can also check the description of today's show for all that contact information and additional resources. Talktoscott.com or give us a call at 888-742-0111. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Scott Searles a little bit better on today's show. And it's a pretty easy question to pose. Maybe not an easy one to answer. I don't know on the show today. Uh, It's a fun one, Scott. Do you think aliens exist? Well, Walter, uh, you know what? I actually do believe aliens exist. In my opinion, I mean, I think it would be a very big stretch for you to think that in all of the universe, in all the different galaxies out there, there's not another planet that can sustain life and have aliens living there. Now, whether or not they're flying here on little flying saucers and visiting us and living amongst us, that that may be a stretch. But that they actually exist and they're out there, it's hard for me to say that they don't exist. I kind of, like, I definitely get what you're saying, yeah. With the vastness of the universe, the probabilities almost seem like they would be greater that there is other life out there than there to not be other life out there. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's not that, like I said, it's not like, you know, they're flying their little saucers all over the place and they're right. visiting us. And Although if they, I did hold your feet to the fire on that one and said, do you, do you think that they are among us, what would you say? I would say I don't think they're among us. Okay, no. all right. I do believe in Bigfoot, though. Okay, that's I think we've I think we have heard your Bigfoot support <laughs> in the past before. Yes, yes, I love it. All right, so Scott's going with a yes. Aliens exist, not necessarily among us, but Bigfoot is a definite out of all of it. Oh yes, absolutely. And but you don't think Bigfoot's an alien? Ooh, what if Bigfoot's an alien? And that's well, Bigfoot, like a crossover. Big, okay, so Bigfoot actually could be an alien, but I, maybe Bigfoot is a traveler <laughs> between dimensions. Wow, Not okay. necessarily an alien, but he can travel. That's why we can't find him. Now we're getting really he, deep. Yes. Yeah, because he, he just travels to another dimension. He's from the uh, the Upside Down from Stranger Things, something like that maybe? Yes, exactly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Fascinating. Sounds like we just need to do a whole podcast on that at some point. You know, we we could have like a little Bigfoot podcast. There Absolutely. you go. Little Bigfoot podcast. I love it. All right, more coming up on the episode today. We'll get off the crazy talk and get back to your questions. Uh, In fact, we've got a really good one from Jack to cover on today's episode. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, so Jack has our mailbag question of the day, and he says, I've thought about meeting with a financial advisor to plan my retirement, but I've never used a budget or anything like that. Should I use a budget for a few months before meeting with someone? Well, Jack, that's a great question. And everybody that comes into my office, that's one of the first things we talk about is a budget. And the reason why it's so important, I tell people it's not that I want to tell you where to spend your money. We just need to have an idea of where it goes because one of the main things we're going to have to focus on when we do our retirement planning is how much you're actually going to need in your retirement. And that's going to be a direct relation to your expenses and how much you're spending. So getting that budget 
and just knowing how much that you're actually spending every month, then we can start that retirement plan based on that number saying, you know, if you need $4,000 a month, then that's what we're going to shoot for in retirement so that you can have the same lifestyle in retirement that you do now. We don't want to have to shortcut your retirement at all. Great point there. And it's a really good question, Jack. Thank you for sending that one in to us. And it isn't the word budget. I mean, not necessarily like uh, when people come in to meet with you, Scott, it's not the, the true sense of the word budget when they meet with you and you go through the planning process, at least not the like scary version of budget that people often envision. Yeah, that the first everybody's mind first goes to, oh wait, he's going to tell me where I need to cut money and Be- beans where and I'm rice spending diet, my money. That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not that at all. Budget's simply just knowing where your money goes, so then we can know how much we need to actually plan for you to have in your retirement. Well, there you have it. Great question. Thank you again for that one, Jack. And feel free to submit your questions if you have them to the show. You can talk to Scott one-on-one as well. You don't have to uh, go through the show process necessarily and have your uh, question featured here. You can just chat a little bit about your situation with Scott anytime and go through a review process and get a good plan in place to get to and through retirement. Go to uh, the website talktoscott.com to schedule that time to meet talktoscott.com or give a call to 888-742-0111. Scott, thanks for the help on the episode today. Enjoyed this conversation with you and uh, we'll have another good topic on tap next time around. I always have fun with you, Walter. Yep. Always a blast. Take care and thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Toolbox with Scott Searles. Go Guardians. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.